T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Who knows what will happen in March? You just don't know. But it feels like something kind of special could be brewing in stores. I mean, you have the men's basketball team, which is now up to number eight in the country, just catapulting from 20 after an incredible weekend in Oregon where they went 3-0 and and beat some at least two good teams. And they have a huge recruiting class coming in next year. They have a kid homegrown in Connecticut winning the MVP of the tournament in Don McClingan. And then the women's side, they just feel like underdogs. That you could, I mean, you can always get behind the UConn women. It seems like they're just – sort of eminently supportable. But, you know, they don't have Paige Beckers. They've had a lot of injuries. And there's just something about the team that makes you want them to you want them to do well. And they're doing well. They're up to three in the country. And we don't really know what they have until we get to, to the tournament, to be quite honest. Dom Amore. Now, Dom, you, from the Hartford Current, you went out west? Yep. Spent my uh, Thanksgiving out in Portland, Oregon. It rained just about every day, but... Uh, covering an indoor tournament, uh, it was that was uh, how was the trip? A lot of fun and a big week for UConn, obviously. Yeah, and I mean, first of all, I the reason I originally jumped on board was that you wrote a, the reason why I think beat reporters are still so important. And we just don't have enough coverage. It's like that 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 whole um, piece on Dan Hurley and Gino Oriema actually getting time to to talk to each other. And mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I mean, you go back to I think it was pretty chilly between Calhoun yeah. and Oriema. And I just don't, before we get into the the actual trip, like what kind of relationship do these two men have? Well, I think it's very much a mutual respect relationship. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, there were some there were rivalries in 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 the old days, and I think that's. The reasons for that would probably are probably irrelevant now, and you could probably blame a little bit of both or a little bit of neither for that. But for whatever reason, you know, those two coaches didn't become close friends. I think everyone wanted to read the the Disney story that they were close friends, right. but they, they were that, that, that just never it didn't happen. It did, obviously didn't affect either one of them because they were both they're both in the Hall of Fame for reasons. Uh, but here, I think uh, you know Dan is, is is younger. I think he has a. Uh, a respect for for Gino and what he's done. Uh, at the same time, and I think both coaches also understand that they coach very different sports and very different under very different circumstances, and they they, they understand and respect those differences. But I think they they have a lot of common ground that they can share, and, and a lot of knowledge that they can share. And and I think it, and uh, you know the, the relationship is just uh, it's a little bit now. Now keep in mind that with their schedules and their their and the circles that they move in, that they probably don't get to spend a lot of time together. But that was that was an unusual uh, circumstance, and uh, it's nice to see that they took advantage of it. Yeah, it's a good piece. You can see it at Current.com, of course. Just you got a six-hour flight or what have you. You got some time on your hands, and the two, you know, the two coaches had a chance to to sit down and talk. We're talking with Don Memoria of the Harper Current. I guess the first question. <clears throat> I mean, we focus a lot on the women. I, I want to focus on the men because. The preseason polls are always hit or miss. I mean, there's like a bunch of different nuances, in my opinion. Preseason polls are, are tough because you don't really know what they have until they start playing. And then also, 
Uh, non-conference is another thing where you don't really know because do they schedule tough games or easy games? Right. I mean, North Carolina was the best team in the country. They lost twice, and then you right. get in the co- so. What kind of team, from what you saw, do we have? Well, I, I think uh, the way it's shaken out is right about where they are. They're clearly one of the top teams in the country. I think they're clearly one of the top ten teams in the country. You know, the preseason poll it goes by reputation. It goes by what people's perception is of what teams have returning. And then the thing is, you know, for the early early weeks of the season, the teams that are in there, they're not losing because they're playing, you know, mid-majors. So it's hard to it's hard to jump somebody over somebody that hasn't lost. Right. So I was actually surprised that, that UConn and, and Purdue moved up as much as they did because, you know, you had to, you had to you know, take teams that didn't lose and drop them in order to put those teams up there. But I think clearly UConn made a huge statement in this tournament. You know, the first five games were were warm-ups for them. They were appetizers. They beat teams they were supposed to beat as decisively as they were supposed to beat them. But in, in, in this tournament, they beat three really good teams. Um, you know, and the teams they beat were better than people thought they were going to be. I mean, Iowa State, uh, you know, they knocked off North Carolina. Yeah. They knocked off good teams. Alabama knocked off North Carolina. So UConn clearly made a statement that they're they're in the national conversation. You know, people around the country are talking about them again. They they've become an it team again. Uh, so those are all to the good, and and, and we've seen in the past, certainly 2011, 2014, that winning tournaments like this this time of year is a precursor to what happens in March. In March part because it's very similar to what they have to do in March: beat good teams without a lot of time to prepare in between. Yeah. So uh, for them, obviously a, a big statement and something that, you know, yeah, it's only November, but you know what? UConn hasn't had three wins like this in November in a long, long time. Well, I think it, I mean, without asking you the silly question and I'm not saying they will or won't, but they, they, it sounds like they have the potential to, to get to an Elite Eight or a Final Four or more if they put it all together at the right time. You don't have to say yes or no, but that sounds like what you're saying. I think that that should be the expectation. I think what they did this past week raises the bar to where just making the tournament I don't think is going to be good enough. Uh, I think making the Sweet 16 and losing there would be a disappointment. I yeah. think with what they've done uh, this this week, if they stay healthy, now they can't have big injuries, of course, but if they go to March with this team, I think the expectation is for a very deep run. And, yeah, lead eight, final four, I don't think – I mean – the way they played last week, you got to feel like the sky's the limit. Yeah, to use a cliche. And and we'll move on to the women, but I'll just say like if they're not shooting, they can pound it inside, and if they're not working inside, they can. I mean, they they can do it a couple different ways. They're not one dimensional, which I think is really important. And, and a lot of interchangeable parts too. Yeah, I mean, get clinging coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. Don Memoria, the Hartford Current, joining us. And how about the women? I, I mean, for me, I just feel like you want them. You, I don't know. I just I find them very, very easy to cheer for. But I'm just not sure how they're going to stack up when push comes to shove against South Carolina. Well, that's the one team that's that you. And of course, South Carolina's got it. A lot's going to depend on which team's healthier, of course, uh, because South Carolina's dealing with injuries too. But um, yeah, I think you know. It's never a surprise when UConn women win, but it shouldn't be taken for granted, uh, at least not this year, uh, because you are missing arguably the best player in the country. You are missing one of the top freshman recruits in the country. And for the short term, you're missing, uh, you know, a very important front court player in, in, in Dorka Yuha. So they're missing uh, some key people, but uh, they still have a lot of talent. They still have a great, great player, perhaps 
the, the best player in the country right now uh, in, in uh, AZ FUD, uh, and, and a very strong supporting cast. And getting Caroline Ducharme back, uh, playing the way she played last year, uh, is a big plus for them too. Uh, but again, you should never take it for granted. But for them to be even even if they had all of their pieces, to beat three top ten teams decisively in a thirteen day period yeah. uh, is pretty impressive for any team in any sport, any time. Yeah, it is, and and they do play. We got to go, actually, Dom. They do play South Carolina during the season, right? I mean, they they get a chance yeah. at them before the tournament, right? Yeah, they play them in January. That'll be an, and that's here, so that'll be a big uh, that'll be a big test for them for sure. But again, a lot of it's going to depend on what Health. who has what yeah. players available. Yeah, February fifth, noon yep. at UConn. Dom, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it, and good stuff on the road. All right, you got it. Thanks, right. Brian. Go Great, Dom Amore of the Hartford Current. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.